The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho quick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back to southern middle tennessee sports today i'm maurice Patton. chris yao is tying up some loose ends on some breaking news that we've come across this morning and we'll get to that here in a second but local high school local high school sports and beyond we are in the beyond realm right now <laughs> as um we would beyond. be, we would Every be on time. the Parks Motorsports Motor Sales. I don't know why I want to keep saying motorsports. The Parks Motor Sales Hotline, but instead we have in studio former Columbia Central standout, one of three Columbia Central players to have their number retired, and two-time Super Bowl champion, right? Two-time, two-time Super Bowl champion Shaq Mason. In studio with us, um, Shaq. Good morning. Good morning, man. How you doing? Doing well, thanks. Appreciate you um, taking some time out of what is, I'm sure, a busy off season to um, to visit with us here today. And um, this this isn't a time of year that you're used to being in Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> first first year of my six year career, I haven't made the playoffs. But um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's troubling times being back. But I mean, it's always good to be back home, see the kids, see the family. Just a little earlier than usual this year. Yeah, you know the one thing I wanted to ask you, Shaq, especially as we approach the Super Bowl on Sunday. Now, are you pro Tampa Bay because you've got a former co- uh, teammate there, or are you anti? Tampa Bay because you got a former teammate I'm definitely, there. Definitely definitely pro Tampa Bay. Definitely yeah. pro Tampa Bay. I mean, I it's it's unbelievable what what um 12 is doing right now. I mean, you know, um he made a decision to leave us. And you know, that that's his decision. You know, I'm I'm happy for him that that you know, he went somewhere else and had great success and led his team to you know, NFC championship and Possibly a world championship, so we'll see Sunday. But I'm I'm definitely rude for for time. In retrospect, I guess it's tough to have been surprised by the success that he had this year in Tampa Bay. But obviously, going in there, there were a lot of questions. Definitely, um, I think the biggest thing for me is I knew he was going to get guys to get in line, fall in line. I mean, he's that's just the impact he has. He's a tremendous leader, tremendous people person. So um, I knew he wouldn't have any type of trouble getting those guys to rally around him. That said, is that what y'all missed this year? Um, I wouldn't say, per se, we, we definitely missed, you know, 
a leader because, um, you know, we still got guys in the locker room that's been there with him. We've got guys in there that's won multiple Super Bowls. So we had the identity. We know we know what we had to do. We just fell short this year, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, do you blame – Tom, for going to Tampa Bay, I mean, New England, Tampa Bay, come on. <laughs> if you have a choice. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think you're right. It's, it's, you know, it, it's a decision that he made and, and, but you guys, I mean, that program of the New England Patriots is, is so, you know, turnover driven. You know, there, there's so many different players. How, how many Different faces do you see every year? You know, it's it's quite a few, I'm sure. Uh, it is definitely. Uh, it's a lot of turnover. Um, you got guys that come in from other teams that are that that become Patriot greats, or guys that come in and they're there for a cup of coffee. You know, so it's it's just like you know you that's just the turnover in general in the in the league because I mean it's honestly a next man up mentality. One guy leaves, another guy takes over. One man goes down, another guy steps up. I mean, it's just. Tremendous turnover, and I think that's the the beauty of the NFL is, you know, you're in college. You got a starter go down. You're you're the guy. The next man up is not going to be up to speed as mm-hmm. usual. You know, maybe SEC, but that's about it. So I mean, I think that's the beauty in it. But it's definitely tremendous turnover, and guys in and out, and um. I mean, it's kind of you got to embrace it because you know that's what it's going to be each and every year. You know, Chris, you talked about Brady having a choice, Tampa Bay, New England. You faced that choice a couple of years ago as a free agent. Is that right? Now, did you ever actually reach free agency or what? I never, I never reached free agency. I signed, a, um, I signed an extension okay. the year before I was going to hit free agency. So after my third season, that's when I signed my extension and. So I, I think I honestly did that to, you know, we were coming off a, um, we were actually coming off a Super Bowl loss to the Eagles, and um, but that was 2017. So I think my first three years, that was my first three years. I went to the AFC Championship, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So I was like, you know, why would I <laughs> why, <laughs> leave? <laughs> why is, this isn't a hard decision at all, you know? So. But um, you know that's the decision I made. Happy with it. Still happy with it. So it's cold up there. It is. <laughs> it's very cold up there for sure. And for, sure. for a guy who grew up in Columbia, played his college ball in Atlanta, what was that transition like initially? That first. Um, initially, it was definitely a, a shock. Just from the only time we see traffic is, you know, if we're going to Nashville when people are getting off work, uh, you know, but Atlanta is, I think that was the biggest thing for me. My freshman year was like, it's traffic every hour of every day, <laughs> nonstop. And, um, I mean, just being in the city, you know, I think that was a big adjustment for me too. Cause I'm, you know, everybody here, we all know each other. Everybody knows each other. You're in a big city. You see somebody one day, you'll never see them the whole time you're in that city. So, I mean, it's it's just a – it was a crazy culture shock for me when I first got there. Did that help you when you went to the NFL, when you went to New England? Definitely. Ha- having kind of made that transition once right. already. Right. I think that definitely helped the, the progression move along as I went to, you know, a different city. 
you talk about being in Colombia and everybody knows you. How does that work? I mean, you're not Shaq anymore. You're Shaq. I mean, do, <laughs> do people come up to you? Do they crowd around you? Do they give you your space? How does how um, does that work? It's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, uh, if you know me and my kids, we uh, we go out to eat. Um, <laughs> it's funny because they always uh, they always know like if we go to a public restaurant or something here, they know that we'll get stopped sometime during while we're eating. At so you point. know they always <laughs> they always you know get a kick out of that, and they um, they're older, they're getting older, so they kind of grasping the fact that you know I'm in the NFL and what I do and. You know, earlier they were like, why does everybody want to take pictures with you? You know what I'm saying? But now they're kind of grasping it. So, but, um, but yes, yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, but I don't mind it though. I mean, that's why, like I said, everybody knows each other. I'm, I'm a hometown guy, so I embrace it. I love my city. And, um, I say, you know, it's, it's nothing like Columbia, honestly. Shaq, don't, don't let Mo fool you. We go out all the time. <laughs> And people will be like, hey, Mo, hey, Maurice. And he'll look at me like, I don't know who that person was. <laughs> so he gets that, too. I mean, they're not taking pictures with him, but he, he, people recognize him, too. Don't, don't let him it. fool you. I believe you. it. Trust, trust, me, it, it. trust me, it's not to that degree. <laughs> but um, uh, why is Tampa Bay going to beat Kansas City this weekend? Why is Tampa Bay going to beat Kansas City? Is Tampa Bay going to say, beat Kansas City? Like yeah. Uh, yeah. It don't sound like he thinks Tampa Bay's going to win. Man, that's a that's a game I'm watching. Like it's 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 going to be a great game. I can say that much. But um, I mean, I'm going with I'm going with Tampa Bay just because <laughs> okay. former quarterback. Uh, and I just I just don't see my man getting that close. And you know, <laughs> he hates to lose. You know what I'm saying? So he he just has a mentality that. He's going to refuse to lose, but also, <laughs> also, I mean, that team on the other side, I mean, nobody has done what Patrick Mahomes has done as quick as he's done it, you know. So it'll be a battle. It'll definitely be a battle. I mean, there's no there's no offense as explosive as Kansas City right now. So, I mean, um, I think it'll be a battle, but I think I got 12 taking it. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing, though, is – it's not just Tom. I mean, Gronk makes that team and gives him some familiarity as well. So, and you're talking about the two best tight ends in probably the history of the game, postseason wise, Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. How 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 much different is that than what we're seeing elsewhere in the NFL? Exactly. Is that why they're why they're better because they have really good tight ends? They, I mean. That, that I think I think a great tight end is key to to success in um, the NFL because if you have a tight end that say Gronk for, for instance um, Gronk is <laughs> <laughs> is all world you know what I'm saying so it's the man can block he can catch you know what I'm saying he he does it all and you know you got Kelsey who is like a wide receiver lined up a tight end so I mean. Explosive tight ends are definitely the name of the game now. Make you wish you'd played a different position. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like the, I like the low profile O line. You know, well, let's go under the radar. You know, we'll go in Jones and Lang every now and then, and they've got those plaques up back there in that back hall. And um, there's <laughs> one up of a of a certain guy in a baseball uniform. Yeah. I mean, you you got um, <laughs> you you probably could have played some tight end. What were you, a corner infielder? Uh, yeah, I was third baseman. There we go. Yeah. Multi-talented. Could you, could you imagine hit standing in the box and hitting it to third base and Shaq's over there? I mean, he's definitely the biggest kid on the team. Definitely. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Can can you imagine being a pitcher and Throwing seeing him it? in the box? Yeah, that strike zone got a little bigger. Yeah. That's about it. A little taller. Did you play at the high school level? Uh, I didn't. Did I did you not? Okay. Um, Dan James said hello, Shaq. Oh, tell him to say what up. <laughs> He's watching. Shaq said, what up? Hey, Dan. Uh, um, mentioned that you are one of three Columbia Central guys to have their number retired. Um, Fred Sparkman, Tredarius Goff. I'm sure you heard that um, Trey D has joined the um, the coaching staff down at Mount Pleasant. As a former teammate, what was your reaction to that news? Was that something that you knew was coming that y'all um, talked yeah, about did. that? We, uh, we definitely discussed it. We discussed it. Um, he called me the day before he made the decision, and, you know, we, we talked about it, and um, we felt that, you know, he felt that, you know, that was the best that was the best decision for um, him at the time. And, you know, I support him 100%. That's my brother. And I'm just glad to see him getting an opportunity to do what he loves. I mean, me personally, I wish – you know, he could have gotten that opportunity here in Columbia, but I mean, I don't, I don't know the nuances and all that that goes into it. But I just know me as me talking from a brother's standpoint. I'm just so happy to see him get that opportunity to do what he loves and be around the game that he loves. It's good stuff, and um, obviously that that's a higher that has some some reverberations across two communities, obviously, when you've got a guy who's done what he's done going down there. And as you said, you wish you could have seen it at Central. So a lot of, lot of intrigue there, Oh no doubt. I guess. <laughs> no doubt. No um, doubt. Hey, again, we're not on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, but we do have in studio two-time Super Bowl champion Shaq Mason. Um what else? What's that like? What What is it like? What is what? How the, old are you? Twenty seven. Twenty seven years old. Six Six year in the league. Six. Yep. And this is the first year he's not been in the playoffs. In the playoffs. What? Yeah. Been, to, been to the Super Bowl three times. Been to the Super Bowl three times. Won it twice. Won it twice. Yep. Uh, what? What? What, what do the, you do for an encore? <laughs> <laughs> What are the days after the Super Bowl like? Uh, is it just man. depends on whether you win or lose? <laughs> yeah. probably. Is, is it is it just you know finally all that all the stuff that you've been doing just kind of taking a break and relaxing a little? Um, it's it's definitely time off. Like you, once you win the Super Bowl, you're like, we did it. Our job is done. Let's. But the, but the crazy thing about it is you take time off, but it's like, all right, let's get this, let's let's do this again. Like be, yeah. that feeling is never like 
when when we won it in 2016, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Then 2017, we lost. Then we went back 2018. I'm like, wow, this is the greatest feeling. Ever. So I, I think sure. you never stop chasing that high. Like each time is sweeter as, you know, it's better than the last. Is there a difference between a Super Bowl championship and a 2010 state championship? It is that feeling. It is. It's it's definitely a it's definitely a, a a difference because I mean they're they're neck and neck. Don't don't get don't get me wrong because for instance that state championship these are guys that you grew up with. Um, a lot of those guys that I that we won the state championship with we all been playing against us we were seven years old so it was that was like a lifelong journey you felt like sure. you know like we've been playing for 10 years we literally together. worked our entire lives right, for this for moment this yeah so that was definitely a huge moment for us but um the super bowl it's it's a whole different aspect it's the it's, highest level yes yeah, the high yeah you at the highest level it's the best of the best mano a mano everybody's watching like it's if you you win it, you're you know you're the world champion. So like it's 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 very few things that can top any sports you know accomplishment than you know winning the world championship. Shaq Mason is in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna take a quick break, but. Shaq, if you don't mind, stick around for one more question at least because uh, Coach Duncan says he wants to remind you about the meal they had that you two had after you committed to Georgia Tech. We'll find out what that meal was on the other side of this break on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, Shaq, before this break, we we, we, we talked about uh, Coach Duncan. Wes Duncan says, uh, ask him about the meal we had after he committed to Georgia Tech. It was the best meal he's ever eaten. Then he says, you ate like a king and slept the whole way <laughs> <laughs> that I do remember. <laughs> I remember going remember. to sleep because um, I have a actually um, left a glass like my head print on his window. Um, oh, that's <laughs> funny. The back, the back right seat of his uh, truck had my head print on it for about. I think about a year and a half. <laughs> That's so funny. Which, which means he didn't clean his windows for right, about a year right, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Wes. Clean your windows, Clean your bro. windows, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> the first of many great meals, though, I would imagine. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> hey, we were talking off air. As the NFL season approached, a lot of guys had the option and decided to 
opt out of this season in light of the pandemic situation. One of them is um, kind of your neighbor, Dante Hightower from Marshall County. Um, as tough as it was going through this season, I would imagine it had to be even tougher sitting and watching it from Lewisburg. What what was um, what did you take from Dante? I mean, how was how often were y'all in communication? What was he saying? I know y'all got to be pretty close. Yeah, um, that's my guy. Um, he would we would also um, well, I'm sorry, we would always talk after each game and um, just evaluating. Because he had his uh, iPad at home, the team iPad, and he would just watch practices, watch different things, and, you know, just tell me little things here and there. And um, after games, sometimes, you know, I hit him up like, man, we we, we missing you out there. And, um, you know, it, it was tough. I know it was tough for him watching because he has that mentality to where whether – He's watching or out there. You know, he he does not want to see us lose, and I know he wish he could be out there. Um, but you know the the uh, virus and everything that was going on. He made that decision, and um, you know it was the best decision for him and his family, especially with this. Uh, he just had a newborn, so I, I definitely understood his decision behind it. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to having him back on the field next year because that that'll definitely boost everyone's play kind of like getting the band back together right huh? right because you i thought i read at one point the patriots had the most opt-outs of anybody in the league i'm not sure how accurate that is yeah but. we we had we had we led the league in opt-outs all year and you know a lot of people will look at this season and say well clearly it was tom brady and it wasn't bill belichick and but i mean you you have to understand there are a lot of different things that go into this particular season i mean you're talking about a team that like you said missing their you know their leader in the middle of the defense you know and 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 many others what was this year like for you like you said the first year you've not made the playoffs um got a little spoiled i guess (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that that was something that, that most people brought to my attention they were like man you you you've been spoiled you're your NFL career. Welcome to the done, NFL. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what you what y'all have done is is not normal. So, um, this was definitely a reality check. But um, all in all, though, it was it was a fun year playing because I'm, I'm doing what I love to do. I mean, I get paid to play a game that I do for free. So, don't say um, that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I mean, it, it was it's fun. You know, every every, every down I play is a blessing because I mean, this game's you know, NFL is not for long, so each each down is a blessing. So I take full advantage of each and every play, each and every snap, each and every game. But um, unfortunately, we fell short of our goal, which is to win the championship each and every year. Which is, you know, we fell short. So we got to strike it up and try again next year. But um, I think a, a big thing that goes into that, like this year, is a total that sums it up. I think um, Bill went on record saying it honestly, but. Um, like you said, though, we, we sold out, you know, for what, I think it was, it was some stat where like five of the last, five of the last three Super Bowls, the Patriots won or something like that. Um, so that was including 2014 when I was in college, but 
you know, um, just little things like that. Like, it's going to be some turnaround, you know. It, it, nobody's going to just keep winning. But um, so this year was a down year, it, some some would say. Um, but even if you go back and watch the games, we were – it's hard to talk about because we were we were that close. Like we were we were very close to being in the playoffs. Being you know, but you know mm-hmm. that's the game. We fell short. Chalk it up. Try again next year. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to getting guys back, getting guys back healthy, and um, going out there with the guys again and trying to compete. How weird is it being in an empty stadium? With like early, I know you guys didn't have any. Many, if any, fans. Yeah, we didn't have any all year. I mean, you're just you're just out there. By you can hear everything because what you hear on television is production. Tele, it's not popped into the stadium. It's pro- popped into your television. So you guys don't hear anything except right. yeah, that's, <laughs> each other. I remember the first our first um, our first game against the Dolphins, where everybody was asking me. They were like. Is that the the noise that we're hearing? Um, like, did y'all actually have fans? I'm like, no, that was for y'all to hear. We're <laughs> we're hearing everyone breathe, talk. Like, if you it's you hear your coaches up. on the sideline, like, you know, <laughs> it's crazy because this year I can never hear anybody on the sideline. But like, um, after a play, you can hear the play being called from the coach, like screaming it out. I'm like, that is weird because it's, you never hear that when when it's a regular. You know, normal season. Do you like that better? Being able to hear the sideline? Nah, I like the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the fans. I do. That's interesting. That is interesting. I, I, I never, for whatever reason, I never really thought about that. But yeah, I mean, you're hearing things that you've never heard before, right? Or, or maybe right. not since high school. Exactly. Yeah. That's so crazy. I can't imagine going from 67,000 folks to, to zero. To zero. <laughs> to none. Yeah. Yeah. Like you run, out of the, you run out of the tunnel, the cannons and stuff go off, and you're just and looking like, yeah, it's Hear just it us. echoes. <laughs> it's just us. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> we all we got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think another thing that goes into that, though, is, I mean, once the game actually starts, you could care less about the – not having fans or any of that because when that ball kicks off, I mean, hey, if you worried about the fans at that point, <laughs> it's going to be a long day for you. So, I mean, once the ball kicks off, it's, it's all ball after that. So, with that in mind, I guess you kind of enjoyed the road trips where you went someplace where there were fans in right, the stands, right. even if they weren't necessarily your fans. Exactly. Could you good. hear it them too? Good. It was just good to see people in the stands. Could you hear them too, though? Yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> you could. I think um, – what was it? Seattle, Seattle, Houston, and Kansas City. I think those are the only places we went that had fans. But it was just good to see to see fancy uh, people in the seats, man. So you guys did play Kansas City this year. We did. Okay, we did. Did not play New England. Um, did not play Tampa Clearly. Bay. I'm sorry. <laughs> did not play Tampa Bay. No, we didn't. So you yeah. didn't have to sit on the sideline and watch twelve work. Right. Yeah. Right. Next year we play. We play them this upcoming season, though. So. Oh yeah, I expect he'll be out there. What? What is what? What is that defense like in Kansas City? Is, is are they trying to confuse trying to confuse you guys, or are they trying? Or are they just lining up and playing football? They're they're lining up and playing football. Like KC, they they do what they do, you know, and it's 
stop us. Stop us if you can. Get what you can get. But um, I think they, they do a great job of, like, working with their offense because they know if they, say, a team starts off the game, gets the ball, and KC's on defense, they know if they get one stop, their offense is liable to score. They get two stops, that's two touchdowns. Game's over. You know, like, <laughs> so they're not – KC's not going to stop scoring. So that's – I think that's the biggest thing. Their defense is to – when they get off the field, they know, okay, we, we got something going. But if you can just stack first downs on them and make them stay on the field, you got a fighting chance. And and that puts pressure on you as an offense, I would think, knowing that, hey, if, if we get down two touchdowns oh, this yeah. punch. Yeah. <laughs> and then – as offense as well, if you get up, I mean, last year against the Texans, I think the Texans were up like 24-0, and they came back and beat them by like 15 or something. Like the Titans were up two touchdowns. I think everybody yeah. was up two yeah. touchdowns on them. Which, and so that's – it's it's almost like when's it coming? Exactly. Huh? You know it's coming, but you, you just got to hold on. You know, just got to hold on. Like but. back in the 90s, Mo, when uh, you knew, even if the Braves weren't winning the division, at some point between July and August, they were going to go on a 15-0 or 16-2 run or something where they, or, they won a bunch of games and they win the division. Or even before that, I, I think about the old Showtime Lakers. Oh, yeah. When you knew, regardless of what was going on in the game, at some point they were going to go on like a – 18-0 run on you or something like that. And so you just tried to hold it down as long as you could <laughs> and get as many as you could before they did that. Right. Same thing with these guys. Like you yeah. said, they're just so explosive. They are. They are. Man. Better to play offense against them than defense oh, against them. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't imagine. How how can you cover Tyreek? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just it's amazing. They can each, – each play can go for 80. So, I mean – Man, Shaq, thanks so much for being in here with us. We appreciate your time. We are uh, we are about out of time, but yes, we do appreciate you coming in, hanging out with us, talking a little Super Bowl and Columbia Central and everything else. Uh, but yeah, and you are welcome back in here anytime. We appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.